back to the New Wave Nerds. I'm your host, Brennan Sem. Joining me, as usual, is my uh, esteemed colleague uh, and, and co-host, Shade Sem. How are you doing today, Shader Potato? I'm I'm Dandy. I thought you were Shade. <laughs> what is Dandy doing here? <laughs> um, great. Just Dandy. I'm just Dandy. How old are you? <laughs> just Dandy? What is this? You what, eat Raisin Bran, don't you? Dude, Raisin Bran is the most underrated cereal of our time. No, okay, it's not. The, the fact that you just responded like that means it's true. Corn okay? puffs is the... <laughs> Dude, corn puffs are delicious, and everybody knows that. No, dude, no one ever gives corn puffs the light of day. What are you talking about? Who actually who buys corn puffs? I like I corn do. puffs. Since when? I've never seen you have a box of corn puffs. You've seen me have like two boxes of cereal in this house in the past in the past year that I've lived here, and one of them was Apple Jacks. Yeah, and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Where were the corn puffs? In the store. <laughs> I just don't, just because I don't eat them all the time doesn't mean I don't think they're delicious. In the store, staying right where they've been since like 1995. I don't know when corn puffs were invented. Probably way before that. Really? Yeah, dude. I mean, if I had to imagine, like, I'm just going to shout out like 1943 release date. <laughs> I don't know how to word that. 1950, dude. I was Ooh. so close. Yeah, so that. Uh, Wait, discontinued. What? No. Man, discontinued after 73 years. Oh, wait. This says early evidence is suggesting, so they're not discontinued yet. But it will. Man, I got to get up on my um Corn my puffs. cereal rumors <clears throat> circuit. <laughs> yeah. Um. But moving on, uh, away from cereal, I suppose, because <laughs> believe it or not, this is not a cereal episode, Um. though we did at one point record a top five cereals. Yes, we did. Uh, we'll we'll release that to the members only. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of these days. Um, but yes. So today we are going to be discussing uh Star Wars Celebration, which was uh just just what maybe last week. Yeah, over the Easter weekend, uh, over in London. Ooh. Oh, big L. I'll give you a big L. <laughs> we'll play some UFC later. You'll be taking L's all over the place. Don't even. Um. But, so, <laughs> naturally, as this was a pretty big little uh, Star Wars convention, we have a lot of news. So, why don't we just jump right in? We're going to, I think, divide this into the forms of media, so films, TV, and games. We're going to start off with the films, because that's the most important, I think. So, early on, Kathleen Kennedy said that they're going to be broadening out the timeline as far as the films go because they uh you know a, a, a pretty significant complaint from a lot of people has just been there's so many other stories you know there's so many other time periods where we could be discussing these but we're all focused in you know in this one time period and so a lot of people have been asking to see things like the the high republic the old republic in that era so kathleen kennedy came out and she had this timeline on the screen um, and they're going to be broadening it out and making more films and projects in these various time frames. So the sections that were marked on the timeline there were obviously from oldest to most recent. Uh, Dawn of the Jedi, The Old Republic, The High Republic, The Fall of the Jedi, 
The Reign of the Empire, The Age of Rebellion, The New Republic, The Rise of the First Order, and The New Jedi Order. The Rise of the First Order. So that's just like a continuation with Kylo Ren? No, I think that's... I think... I think so what, what I've gathered is that um, The Age of Rebellion is like episodes five and six. The New Republic is what happens between six and seven. So like... Like the Mandalorian, uh, the Book of Boba Fett, and uh, I believe Ahsoka as well. The Rise of the First Order I took as the sequel trilogy, seven, eight, and nine, and then the New Jedi Order is what comes after that. Uh, so yeah, so that means we're going to be getting a little bit more, hopefully. Uh, and she said that this is going to be not just this the TV series. I mean, obviously, we already knew that with the Acolyte, we are going to be getting a uh, a TV series that was in the old Republic time. But the fact that she said that we're going to be broadening broadening it out across the franchise bodes well for me. I I, I think that's good. We're going to get to be able to see a bunch of more stuff and and hopefully really see some of these interesting stories you know play out. Um, but moving on from the timeline, they have announced three new movies set in the Star Wars universe. Um, the first of which, none of these obviously have names. They're very early on. Um, but the first of which is going to be directed by James Mangold, uh, which is the director of Logan. And he's also the guy behind the, uh, the, <laughs> the Indiana Jones movie, The Dial of Destiny, which will be coming out sometime this year, I believe, right? Yeah, so it's more of like a, uh, oh, he directed Logan. Oh. That's what I just said, He yeah. directed Dial of Destiny. Yeah. But this movie, uh, they said, is going to be going back to the dawn of the Jedi. So this is going to be the chronologically the oldest project we have. So I'm curious. They obviously didn't give us too much information. Um, but I'm curious as to what route they're going to take with that. What Does this mean... The dawn of the Jedi, as in, like, the dawn of the Jedi Order? Do we just mean the dawn, like, the beginning of Force users? Like, what what are we discussing here? I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, we could go all the way back to the first lightsaber, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I d- that, that'd be an interesting... I, I'm sure they've probably discussed this somewhere in the canon, uh, or I guess maybe in the, in the Legends, in the various um, extended universe, but, like, what came first do you think like the invention of the lightsaber or the beginning of the jedi order do you think it was like a situation where these people learned to make lightsabers and then they were like oh let's form this order spreading peace across the galaxy or do you think it's we are this people who have this ability to tap into this force of the universe uh we should use that our great power to spread peace across the galaxy how are we going to do that oh well we need a weapon of some sort and then in, there's the kyber crystal mm, i think i think it was originally started you know i mean like a peace what do you mean like the first thing you said the the, the first option so they they made the lightsaber first and then the jedi order no well that's or they um what i meant was um yeah, they basically, they were the high table, and then they created the lightsaber. Okay, so the second option. Yeah. Yeah, well, regardless, I think whatever happens, what whatever they mean by Dawn of the Jedi, I think it's it's safe to say that 
the timeline, the chronology there doesn't necessarily matter because I'm sure we're going to be introduced to both in this, whatever this movie is, whether through flashbacks or, or whatever happens. Um, Do you think we'll see any like familiar faces? Like who? I, mean, I don't know. Maybe like Yoda. Or I, like... I don't, I don't know like how far back this goes, but I mean, Yoda's what, like 900 in, in Jedi. I'm pretty sure he wasn't around for the old Republic. What about, ooh, definitely not. Yeah. The old Republic era also referred to as the Sith era takes place to 25,000 years before the battle of Yavin. Oh, and it ends a thousand years before the battle of Yavin. So theoretically Yoda isn't even born by the time the old Republic is, is, is ending. So you're saying like Luke will be in there. <laughs> yeah, sure. I wouldn't be surprised though if they tried to do if the the way that they did this movie is like it's Luke looking through the text, the ancient text that he had in Last Jedi, and it's him reading, and the the whole movie's like a flashback. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think they're gonna do that, but I could see them. I could see that happening. You know, yeah, just a way to like incorporate um, familiar faces. Yeah, know? to sort of tie it to things we're dealing with in the present. Yeah, I mean, that's that could be a possibility or it could, you know, just start out. I mean, I I would prefer that it, yeah, I would prefer that it's not related at all. You know, it's only tangentially related to the the Star Wars universe proper. You know, I I the way that I want it to be is I I would like it to just be like completely divorced from everything and everyone we know, you know, cuz yeah. I I want it to be like the actual start of the Jedi order or whatever we're seeing here, you know. Um, but Moving on, the second film that was announced is uh, going to be directed by Dave Filoni. Obviously, we've we've talked about him t- too much. <laughs> He's the uh, the mastermind behind all of the animated Star Wars stuff, um, and also Mando, Book of Boba Fett, and Ahsoka. So he's going to be directing his own film, which they said uh, is going to focus on the New Republic era. And there was a lot of people who were speculating that this is going to be the finale of the Mandalorian story arc. So it, it would the the Mando story would culminate in this movie. They have been tentative. They they didn't confirm or deny that. I believe um, Dave and John Favreau and Kathleen Kennedy they gave an interview to IGN afterwards where they were like, "It's not really the Mandalorian." It's it's going to focus more on the New Republic era. Um, so I think they said that it's going to focus on dealing with the last vestiges of the Empire, kind of like what we did see in Mando One with Moff Gideon and and the the um, the stormtroopers and all that. So okay, so they're not going to end the whole. They're not going to end the Mando storyline with a with another season. Well, I I don't know. They could. I mean, they didn't say anything explicitly. Oh, they just said that. I think I think the exact words were ending the Mando movie or ending the Mando story in a movie is the logical next step. But they didn't go so far as to say that this movie is going to be the end of the Mando storyline. And they never said that they wouldn't make another season. They just said that it's it would be logical to end the story with a movie. I'm surprised they didn't end it this season. Yeah. Have you watched any of the season? No, but I've heard a lot. Yeah, but but like, I, yeah, I'm not gonna say I'm surprised they didn't end it this season because 
I haven't seen anything. So, well, except for all of the things that got spoiled. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I agree that it, it would, it does make a sort of, it, it, it's logical to end it on season three because trilogy is kind of the name of the Star Wars game here. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, technically, it's not even a, really a trilogy because let's be honest, book of book of Boba Fett was like Mando season three basically let's be honest here i mean towards the end it was like at the very least it's mando season two and a half yeah i mean i hated the book of boba well i didn't hate it but i didn't like it i mean it was fun it wasn't good i mean it wasn't it was it was it was weird they didn't i don't know if yeah they didn't really know what they were going for i don't think i think ultimately it was literally just the vehicle for for mando Although I did like the relationship between um, Boba Fett and the Tusken Raiders. Yeah. You know, I'm, that was cool. I mean, because we've never really seen uh, what Tusken Raiders are like as, yeah. as a tribe. You know, I mean, we've only seen like them like on top of cliffs yelling at people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. I mean, we hadn't seen anything. I got to be honest, I don't really care. Like, I, I agree that it's cool we got to see a little bit more of them than just the one-sided aspect that we saw in the uh, original and the prequel trilogies. But honestly, I was not clamoring for, you know, a little <laughs> a little indication as to what the society of the Tusken Raiders were like. And frankly, I don't really care about Boba Fett. Yeah. You know, like, I know, like, the, the, the theory that Boba Fett had lived... Uh, being eaten by the Sarlacc. I mean that that's been, it's been that was fan based. Yeah, really. I that, mean, but I mean that's something that so many people were hyping up and were excited for and had theories about literally since the end of Jedi. And it's like I've never cared. I'm not a big fan of Boba Fett. Like I get, I mean he's kind of cool, but to me he just never d- does anything. You know, I so I there's nothing really interesting about him to me yeah i mean he was just a cool character you know i mean he really again I mean, but he was only in what one movie no wait that, no two. he was in two yeah i mean barely though in in empire you yeah. know he was just standing there yeah but to be fair he didn't do much in jedi either he just got that's what i'm saying is like i i don't like i understand like people from my dad's like age who really enjoyed him because i i i mean he and i have discussed like the hype but like i i don't he doesn't do a single thing and his armor is not that cool to me we did get cad bane though gade bane that was pretty cool yeah that was dope that was in boba fett yeah no that was good i mean obviously yeah obviously i'm i i love to see the the animated people come over for live action stuff mm-hmm. as we'll we'll get to a little later on but yeah no i love i i mean it was cool that they brought him in yeah, no, um, was he the first animated character brought over to live action for Star Wars? I don't feel like, I feel like there was some. Well, wasn't else. Ahsoka in there before? Oh, yeah, Ahsoka was in Mando. Yeah, Ahsoka was in Mando, too. I think, I think she's the first. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't really think of anybody else. Yeah, but, yeah, like you said, we'll get to that topic. Yeah, so, um, but I, I do say, I'm, I'm so excited for this Dave Filoni film. Dude, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> it's going to be crazy good. Yeah. What do you think? A Disney Plus exclusive or theaters too? No, it's going to be a theatrical release for sure. For sure. I mean, there's no way that they would... It's a movie. Yeah. It's not a TV show. Yeah, I guess, yeah that's true. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, d- releasing movies 
straight to streaming platforms has that that practice has been gone for like a year now so there's no way that they would snub this plus i mean i mean that one episode i did on on star wars maybe two or three weeks ago or so there were rumors that if they didn't have a theatrical release by 25 kathleen kennedy was getting the can the can she's getting fired oh I thought the can men arrested. Uh, no. I was like, what did she do? What? That was that bad, dude? Yeah. She, she doesn't make Jeez. a movie, so they're just going to lock her up for like 15 years. Did you, did you, sorry, off topic, but did you hear what HBO Max did? That's going to need any context whatsoever. HBO Max changed their name. Oh, yeah, to Max. Yeah, that's Yeah, because it. it's merged with Disney or Discovery Plus. Oh. Well, yeah, I just didn't, I just, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Just they, uh, you know, they're that merger's finally going through. They're putting all the Discovery content on there, so they can't call it HBO anymore. Taking away HBO, just leaving the Max. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. The next film that they announced will be directed by Charmine Obeid Chinoy, the uh, director of Miss Marvel. This was the one that... Oh, great. I'm just kidding. You haven't even seen Miss Marvel. No, but I've seen clips. I liked Miss Marvel. Really? Yeah. You should probably watch it. I mean, I'll get to it in a couple years. Um, I think this is the movie that was supposed to have Damon Lindelof write the script for it, but then he recently left. I believe that was this film. Um... And yeah, he was replaced by somebody. I discussed that on the last episode. I don't remember their name, unfortunately. But So this film is set 15 years after the events of Rise of Skywalker, and it's going to follow Daisy Ridley's Rey as she attempts to rebuild the Jedi Order. Yeah, they needed to finish that. I don't think they did. I do. I mean, they kind of just left it at a cliffhanger. It wasn't a cliffhanger. Well, no, I mean, but like... Still was unfinished. Well, not. I think it was pretty finished. You know, I don't think. I don't think there's any need to revisit that. I mean, I get like the argument of they need to rebuild the Jedi Order, but I don't think. I think the story was finished. You know what I'm saying? They ended it on a little bookend that was. I mean, it, it fit. the The story could have ended there, and I wouldn't have been bothered. Yeah, I. I mean, I guess I. I was gonna say. I was gonna say uh, I hope they bring Kylo back, but um, they probably will as a ghost. He's yeah. gonna be a Force ghost for sure, probably. Oh yeah, I would be surprised if they didn't. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. What, dude? It would. You know what? One thing that would make me so mad that I fully believe that they would do. <laughs> what if they would make it so that that because she's a Palpatine, she's gonna learn how to bring Kylo Ren back to life. <laughs> She pours over her her grandpa's notes and and you know all of Darth Plagueis the Wise's notes and she learns how to bring someone back to life and she brings Kylo back. Yeah, I don't. That's oh my god, oh my dude, that it actually fits because then she's if this is about her rebuilding the Jedi Order, she's going to be going to these ancient places, reading these texts, and she's going to learn that, and she's going to have to make a decision. Does she want the person she loves or does she want to rebuild the Jedi Order? Because those two things can't happen at the same time. Because bringing Kylo Ren back to life goes against literally every Jedi teaching ever. You just, you just wrote your own plot. I God, I hope they don't do that. <laughs> I really hope they don't do that. That would make me so mad. I don't know. I mean, they probably won't bring Poe back. Probably won't be bring Finn. 
Yeah, unfortunately. Well, yeah, they won't bring back the two, <laughs> the only two good actors from that, uh, the new crew for the sequel trilogy. Look, I just don't, I don't know. I mean, look, here, here's the deal, is that I think Ray's story was finished. Yeah. I, I just think it, I think it ended. I think they ended it in a really, they ended it terribly. Yeah, I mean, it was crappy. It, it was, was horrible. horrible. Jinx, apparently. It was absolutely horrible, and I would like to see them, if they, it, see, here's the deal. If they come back with her as the main character of this movie, and they, I don't know, I just, I don't think there's any way, really, that this film is going to be all that great. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, Daisy Ridley was not exactly fantastic as Ray. You know, all of the other, like, issues we have with the, the the sequel trilogy aside, she wasn't that great. She wasn't bad. You know, as the character, she wasn't bad. It was just written poorly. But I don't know. I just think, it, I don't know. It's it's weird. And there's, she's going to be walking around as Ray Skywalker. <laughs> and she's going to introduce herself as that in, like, every scene. And it's just going to remind me about how bad the sequel trilogy was. I think... I think the smarter play for them would be to just move on. Yeah. You know what? Like I think I mean if if you're going to if you want it to be about the uh the rebuilding of the Jedi order, I don't know. I I don't know. I just think the smart play would be to pretend like the sequel trilogy didn't happen. And if you want to have Rey be like the Luke Skywalker character of the new movie, that I'm for. Even though I don't like Rey, that makes sense. Have her be the person who is like trying to instruct the next Jedi. I I'm I'm for it. Even though I like even though I don't like the character and I think they should have just left her. If they want her to be in a movie, I think that's the better method. Maybe in this movie we'll see Cal Kestis. Could be, you know. Could be. I mean, it'd be cool. It'd be really cool. So th- this takes place 15 years after Skywalker. When did Force Awakens take place? How, how what year, what year did, let's just see, what year did Rise of Skywalker take place? Um, 35 after the Battle of Yavin. If Cal Kestis is alive, he's old. Yeah. He's old, because, I mean, he was like, I don't, I guess I don't know exactly how old he was. He was at least mid to late 20s, you know. In Fallen Order? Yeah. I would say probably like 25 at the youngest. Really? I yeah. would have thought maybe like, I don't know, 19 or 20. Not 19. That's too young. Maybe 20, 21. Cal Kestis birth year. He was born 31 years before the Battle of Yavin. And <laughs> and this takes, and when I look up, Skywalker takes place 30 years after the Battle of Yavin. And this new movie is 15 years after that. So I'm not going to do the actual math. Um, but he's a little old. He would be like in his late 70s. Okay, so that, uh, so <laughs> so probably that, not. Yeah, I mean, I guess he he was a Padawan during Ahsoka, or maybe he was a young. No, he was a Padawan when Ahsoka was training with um, Anakin because they had that short in uh, Tales of the Jedi. You know, it was a really weird plot thing they had. Not really a plot. Some stupid that that they just like did and and didn't really do anything with it, but they made it look like they were going to do something with it. Is you remember in um, Star Wars? What what was it? What was the one after the Force Awakens? Last Jedi. The Last Jedi, where they're in that horse barn and they see that little kid. Yeah, and, they, and he's like on Canto Bite. Yeah, he's like take this ring. Yeah, that was stupid, man. That kid 
definitely to come back in the Ray movie. Probably. I bet he's gonna be one of her one of her Padawans. But you even be like, you gave me this. Well, she wasn't there. Oh, oh yeah. That was just Finn and um, Rose. I kind of like that ring. Kind of want it, dude. Honestly, the Finn and Rose plot line in that movie was really good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I like. I know this is a hot take, but I like Last Jedi. Really? Yeah, it's my favorite out of the trilogy. I really do like Force Awakens. I don't. It's literally just a new hope. I like Force Awakens, though, because it's really nostalgic. Yeah, I just can't get after it because it's literally the exact same story. Yeah. I mean, there's no difference. Well, that was the first Star Wars movie I saw in theaters. Not ever. <laughs> Not ever, but in theaters, you know, because I was born in, like, 2005. Yeah, I mean, Revenge of the Sith came out in 2005. When did yeah, but I didn't go to the theaters in that. I, I know that's what I'm saying. That's like the old, wasn't well, that the first Star Wars movie? What about Rogue or Rogue Company? What about Rogue One? I I think that came out afterwards because I, I I thought they started I I I I'm pretty sure that they started with Force Awakens because that was gonna be Star Wars big return. Force Awakens was 15. Rogue One is 16. Solo's 18. Okay. Yeah, because they were releasing them every christmas oh yeah that's right and um they started with whatever that sh- that movie was called the force awakens because that was going to be the first of this new era mm. um so yeah y- there was no opportunity to see a star wars movie in theaters <laughs> yeah that's true oh they're uh bringing back out the they're bringing uh, gosh they're re-releasing a new hope in theaters they're also re-releasing um return of the king in theaters the extended edition dude isn't what the the funny thing is before i saw that headline i was just thinking because i I was when i was watching lord of the rings i was like wouldn't it be it would have been crazy to see this in the theaters i mean this would have been like an event do you want to watch it in theaters uh yeah we should go to it i don't know when i don't know when (laughs) it might have already happened frankly dang because i think it was on like the 25th anniversary which I, i don't know when that was Oh, it wouldn't have been 25th because this movie... Oh, this is Fellowship. Return of the King. Maybe it was just 20th then, I guess. Oh, it's in theaters this week. <laughs> oh, crap. Is it in theaters right now? Well, I would assume. I don't know. The only movie that made more money on it, more money than it in the box office was Super Mario Bros. <laughs> All the other movies did worse. Isn't that crazy that Return of the King can be released, re-released 20 years later and still break in like a, yeah. a bajillion dollars? Well, I mean, like you said, you know, there were so many people that absolutely love that movie that would just dream about seeing that in theaters yeah well because it's great (laughs) um that that you know i really hope they don't remake that yeah i really hope they don't they were gonna remake it i don't know if they were going to i there i've seen some like people discussing it i just hope that they don't it's a terrible choice it's gonna be awful by comparison oh yeah and i don't know why they're remaking the harry potter series they're remaking the Harry Potter series? Yeah, as a TV series. I thought they were just continuing it. No, they're remaking it. Oh. Or rebooting it. And but yeah, I don't it's stupid. Well, yeah. I mean, it's literally just a money grab. <laughs> like, why are we doing this right now? I mean, because I mean, the the casting for the original um Harry Potter is just iconic. Well, yeah, and I mean everybody loves those. I mean, it's it's I okay, so here's the deal. It, it was one of the one of the most profitable franchises in the history of anything, right? Mm. So I get from a pure money standpoint why they would want to remake it because they're going to hope to capitalize on that. But there's seriously nobody in there 
in that whole board meeting where they were not a single person was like, hey, everybody loves the originals. Why don't we instead just make something new? <laughs> nobody nobody had that thought. Yeah. I mean, they could have done... Um, wasn't there a book right after the last book of Harry? Sorry, I don't really know much about Harry Potter. Yeah, The Cursed Child. But it wasn't a book. It was a play. Oh. Yeah, which they, they just wrote the screenplay and sold that out. I have it. It's right there, The Cursed Child. I just don't know, like, why... I don't know. I mean, it's it's stupid, in my opinion. I mean, it's even if it's a really good show, it's it's not going to be well-received, frankly. I mean, it's just going to... The well, original movies were great. Oh, yeah. It won't even be close to the originals. But moving on. Moving on, we are supposed to be talking about Star Wars. <laughs> um, so, Kathleen Kennedy has said that these three movies... Um, the James Mangold, Dave Filoni, and Charmid Obechinoy. Those movies are all pretty far along in development, and they've actually been working on these for quite a while. Um, they just hadn't announced them until now. Let's see some other film news. Um, Ryan Johnson, the director of The Last Jedi, you know, for a while there, he was supposed to get his own trilogy. Um, but reportedly, that is currently not actively in development. So it looks like we're unfortunately not going to get to see that at any point. Um Let's see, what else do we have? Rogue Squadron, which was the um, the movie that was supposed to be directed by the Wonder Woman director, Patty Jenkins. Um, and this was about uh, a new series of, not series, but a new string of um, fighter pilots. It was supposed to be like Top Gun in space. Um, that one, it, it had basically been shelved, but now Kathleen Kennedy has come out and said that it's not, fully canceled it could still happen someday but whether or not that's going to be in the film or in a series is up in the air they do still talk about it though reportedly that would have been i would have liked that a lot it would have been good i would have been a fan of that that would have been really cool um well i maybe i wouldn't have been a fan of it maybe it would have been ass but i would have liked to see it <laughs> yeah i mean it's a cool idea yeah you know? i think it's interesting um and it's something that we haven't really seen in the universe yet so that would be good yeah next up let's see what do we have Taika Waititi. Um, That's my boy. <laughs> he's still working on his film. The reason that it is taking so long, at least according to Kathleen Kennedy, is that... Orgies. What? I said too many orgies right now. Oh. <laughs> is that he is um, writing on the script and he doesn't want anybody else involved with it. Uh, and she said that's fair because he has a very unique voice. But yeah, he's, he's writing away and um, he doesn't want anybody else sticking their nose in and muddling it up so that's the reason that it's taking so long and we don't really have any updates on it but that is all for the movies moving on to the tv series uh let's see what do we got starting off with the bad batch they have announced that the third and final season is on the way speaking of trilogies which good i'm i i like the i haven't seen the second season yet but i like the first season it was fun it was uh i'm good i'm glad that we saw the um the uh, the Clone Wars animation style back. I mean, I love that style. I still need to watch it. Yeah, I still need to watch Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's been a couple yeah. of years since it came out. Yeah, it's been a couple of years since it ended. Yeah, and it was canceled for seven years before that. <laughs> but um, yeah, you should probably get on that at some point. I mean, that's like one of the the greatest animated TV shows of all time. You know, 
Sorry, I'm surprised you didn't put that on your favorite TV shows, or at least like a a, a nominated. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because I forgot about it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we discussed in the episode. We're like, there's shows in here that we're gonna forget. Frankly, I, I if I could go back, I would replace Legend of Korra with The Clone Wars. Really? I, as much as I love Legend of Korra, I think The Clone Wars is better. Uh, I was just thinking about this. A lot of the Star Wars movies have really good cinematography, especially the new ones. I like the camera work, especially in um, Rogue One. Yeah, well, Rogue One was phenomenal. Yeah. I can't think of anything that particularly was interesting to me in the sequel trilogy, but Rogue One was great. Yeah. And, I mean, the man- of course, Mando, you know, I mean, the camera work in that is fantastic. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I mean, Ahsoka's probably going to be really great too. Yeah, I hope so. Jeez. But yeah, so back to the Bad Batch, uh, the third and final season, and reportedly Fennec Shand, Ming Na Wen, is going to be playing a larger role in this. She had, uh, I like I said, I haven't seen the second season, so maybe she played a role in that. But in the first season, I think she was really only in like two episodes. But it was an int- it was an interesting thing to see. It was it was cool, and she obviously is um been in. Uh, Mando and Boba Fett. I like Fennec a lot. Not really a cuck. More of a kind of douchier type, you know? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not particularly crazy about Fennec Shand. I don't necessarily, I'm not really big into the whole bounty hunter thing. You know, a lot of people love the bounty hunter thing, but I'm just not into it. I I don't like really any of them, frankly. I like the bounty hunter thing a lot. I'm one of them people. Yeah, I I mean, I, I just don't. I don't think it's... I don't know. It's not particularly interesting to me. They're all kind of like bad people, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I um, I kind of want to see more Mandalorian, not like Mando, but different, different Mandalorians. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that'd be cool. Like ones we haven't even seen before. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it would be interesting. I mean, the um, the Mandalorian story arcs that we got in the Clone Wars were incredible. I mean, we, and we really saw a lot. We saw the crazy evolution of that planet yeah um and so no i i agree i think it would be interesting to see a little bit more of that culture it's tough to really just talk about that without having seen mando 3 just because i don't know like who all is in that what mm-hmm. all got introduced like obviously bo katan is in there but i don't know where the story goes so it's, it's really hard to to discuss about the further implications of some more mando stuff that we could see but obviously i mean we'll discuss this a little later on but we're gonna be seeing you know, Sabine um, from Rebels in Ahsoka. So a little bit more Mando there. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that, that is true. Moving on, the next TV series on this list, Andor Season 2. They're going to be aiming for an August 2024 release date. And the uh, showrunner there has said that they started shooting in November. Uh, they plan to shoot until the end of August, and then it'll be a, a year of post-production. So we uh, we should be starting to see some more maybe leaks out of that set and some uh some more promotional material to see what the story's going to be stuff like that still need to watch that one too yeah yeah you sure do because that one was really good and you would really like that one moving on to the ahsoka show so this they have finally given us a release date uh august 2023 so a couple months away four months or so and they also dropped a new trailer. Heck yeah, they did. Did you watch it? Mm-hmm. What are you, What are your thoughts? It looks It looks good. Yeah, it looks awesome, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it looks pretty incredible, if I do say so myself. Um, 
who what was the name of that girl we saw in it uh she's a she won't she wears a mandalorian helmet from uh rebels sabine yeah sabine i'm excited to see her we all yeah i am too um we also got a little sneak peek of thrawn just a, a little sneak peek, like his back, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's awesome. It's good we're going to be seeing him in live action. Uh, so excited to see the um, the culmination of this story that, that Dave Filoni's been working on since Rebels. I think it's going to be awesome. And as we mentioned earlier, you know, you know it's it's great to see more people um, from, from the animation be brought to life in live action. Yeah. Um, so with that, we're going to talk a little bit about the cast list. Um, Ahsoka Tano going to be played by Rosario Dawson. Obviously, we saw her in uh, Mando. Mm. Um, Harrison Dula, the Twi'lek, is going to be played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who I believe is you, and McGregor's wife. Ooh, interestingly enough, Sabine Wren uh, is the Mandalorian. She's going to be played by Natasha Liu Bordizo. Um, Chopper is going to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> Chopper is going to be there. <laughs> Great classic. Good to see the old rust bus, rust rust the old the um the old <laughs> rust bucket. <laughs> um, let's see, Mon Mothma is going to be making a return, uh, played by Genevieve O'Reilly. Though, as far as her character goes, I do not know to what extent she's really going to be involved in this. In the trailer, we just saw her as a little hologram, hmm. um, and the voiceover was Ahsoka talking about Thrawn, um, in which she name dropped heir to the Empire that book. I don't. I don't actually think I have. Brain got too many books. You don't even know which um, ones he's got. But yeah, so I don't know what extent she's going to be involved. But that'd be good. I really liked her in Andor. She was awesome, and so I'm. I'm really excited to see more of her. Uh, Ezra Bridger is going to be played by Iman Esfandi. That's cool. Um, though once again, you know, we don't know to what extent he's going to be in this as well. Whether it's going to be pure flashbacks, whether we're actually going to save him at the end of the season, or or what's up. But the big Kahuna here. Grand Admiral Thrawn is going to be played by Lars Mikkelsen. I don't even know who that is. The guy who did the voice for him in Rebels. Oh. Um, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Last time we discussed this, uh, he gave an interview. He had given an interview where he said that um, he hadn't received an offer yet. <laughs> so that was obviously <laughs> a lie. <laughs> that was clearly a lie. So how dare you? But I'm glad that he's in it. You know, I mean, he's yeah. obviously got the great... He's the the perfect voice. He's got that sort of like menacing drawl down, you know? Yeah. Plus his stat, like he's tall. He's very imposing. He seems very regal. I mean, he even played, he was the Russian president in House of Cards. He's a very regal gentleman. I've never even heard that word before, I don't think. Yeah? Yeah. Well, it's a word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm so excited for this one. This is going to be crazy. I mean, this is another one that like, I mean, talk about the culmination of something that's been going on for years. I mean, Ahsoka was introduced in what, like 2007? Mm-hmm. I mean, almost, literally almost 20 years ago. Jeez. I mean, is, that's crazy. And it's something that Dave Filoni has been working on to see this. I can't imagine how satisfying it's going to be to see that show oh, for he, him. Oh, he's just going to be pumped up, you know? Yeah, I mean, he, he's probably going to cry, dude. I would I would be surprised if he didn't. But that being said, uh, well, I suppose that being said is not a very good transition there because it doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> in addition, um, Rosario Dawson, Ahsoka Tano herself, has said that um, 
there's a possibility for a second season if this gets very well received they uh everybody involved is open to making a second one i re- i read that and i was like dang they're pretty confident <laughs> yeah dang yeah no i think i think the exact quote was uh if everybody likes it we want to do it again <laughs> which sorry um go ahead i was just gonna say i mean i don't doubt it's gonna be bad you know you don't doubt that it's gonna be bad wait so you think it's gonna be bad i doubt it will be bad yeah there we go yeah i don't know i hope yeah i mean i like to think it's it's gonna be great but yeah i'm not entirely confident yeah I like to think that Dave Filoni is going to be really, really heavily involved and he's going to, you know, make sure that all the writing works and matches up with what we've seen in the past and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm not confident. I mean, there's always the possibility that a director can jump in and just screw it up, you know? Yeah, that is true. Anything else to say on Ahsoka? No. All right, me neither. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, Not about Ahsoka, but it's tangentially related. Ewan McGregor at this celebration, he gave he he gave a a speech, not a speech, but he was at somebody was asking him questions, and he was like, "We, I want to do Obi Wan Kenobi season two, but nobody at the studio wants to do it. Why? I don't know. I mean, it, it wasn't a bad show. No, it wasn't bad. I think that the worry though is like, where do you take the story? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. You know, I mean, I think the end of Kenobi really lends itself well to just showing how things are going to be in A New Hope, which is what we needed. You know, that was what we wanted. And I think it did it really well. And I I do, I am a little bit worried that if they came back for a second season, even though I also want to see a second season, because obviously I love Kenobi and I love Ewan McGregor, I would be worried that they would come back just to come back and then that the writing would be horrible (laughs) or the story would be stupid or it wouldn't make sense or something, you know? I really hope they do a Darth Vader show. I do too. I would love we we really really need to see Darth Vader at his peak. Yeah. You know, I mean we've seen glimpses of it, but we've never seen him really like just whole hog. You know, we we understand like because we know it's true, but as far as actual content goes, we haven't seen anything where it shows just how powerful he is and how it really like he exerts his will over the entire galaxy you know we've never really seen that we've only seen bits and pieces yeah i mean they could go based off of uh one of the graphic novels too yeah i mean he has he has two at least two maybe even three separate runs you know i mean there's one that's set immediately after the revenge of the sith there's one i think that's in between four and five you know i mean there's ample like source material that they could reach from Man, I want a Wookiee TV show. <laughs> Speaking of Wookiees, oh. moving on to the Acolyte TV show, there's a Wookiee Jedi in that. Let's go. Man, what I a like, great segue. <laughs> I, I, I like uh, I like Wookiee lightsabers. That's like made out of wood. Yeah, there's uh, Gunji um, is a Wookiee Jedi in The Clone Wars who has a wooden lightsaber. They just look cool. I agree. If I were, were going to be a Jedi, I think I would want mine made of wood. You know you my know, lightsaber that is not my Jedi. I want one of those lightsabers from Galaxy's Edge like with the with the um little tusk on the bottom of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Dude, you- when we go to Galaxy's Edge sometime in our life, it is going to be ridiculous. Oh. You're going to waste so much money. Yeah, we're going broke. I mean, I waste I I wasted money while I was there already just on like the milk. <laughs> the milk. The, milk. the it, bantha milk. Was it worth it? It was really good. 
What did it taste like? I don't remember. Oh. I think one of them was kind of coconut flavored, and I wasn't too crazy about that one because I don't like coconut. But the other yeah. one was good. I want to say the blue one was coconut, and then the green one, I don't know what it was flavored like, but it tasted good. <laughs> you remember that really nasty scene in uh, Return of the Jedi, or The Last Jedi? Is it the, It's the second movie of... It's the only one you like. Oh, of the sequel trilogy? Yeah. Yeah, Last Jedi. Sorry, I get them mixed up. A scene where he's squeezing the milk out of that, <laughs> yeah. that, 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 that. Out of that thing's udders. Yeah, just, that was great. He's just sitting there living life. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, but the, the, the actual news about oh, the yeah. Acolyte, we now have a release date. Um, well, a vague release date. It, it, they're, they're shooting for a 2024 uh, release. Um, although I, I don't even think they gave us the quarter. They just said 2024. Um, if I had to hazard a guess, I would say July summer of 24 that's my birthday month um so the way that this was we we have a lot more information about this because the uh the head the the show runner leslie headland i believe is her name she gave a, a pretty long interview um so in this interview she said that the way that she pitched this to kathleen kennedy was that it is frozen meets kill bill what a combo. Yeah. So naturally, if you're a regular person, you read that or saw that and or heard it, I guess, in the case of this podcast, and you're like, what does that even mean? <laughs> you know? So, but she goes on and she says, um, on how it's like Frozen, she says, quote, so much of it was about the sister relationship. So much of it was about the villain actually being a powerful, misunderstood woman. So, end quote. Um, so... I don't know, like, how that really relates to Frozen. I mean, to act like, I mean, that's just like a pretty standard, <laughs> yeah, a pretty standard, like, um, formula. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I wonder, I do, I would be curious to know who the, 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 the villainous woman is. If that's going to be like a Sith who is misunderstood, or if it's going to be, like a Jedi, a bounty hunter, like who is going to be the one that is misunderstood here? Who's that one bald headed uh Sith? She's a woman. Jada Pinkett Smith? No, not her. Asage Ventress? Do you have Jane? <laughs> uh yes. From Clone Wars? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Asage Ventress. She's not actually a Sith. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I guess I don't actually know what the, the qualifier for Sith is. Mean. I just know that they never called her that mean with a lightsaber they they were very pointed they were very deliberate in the way that they never called her a sith they only ever referred to count dooku darth maul and darth sidious as sith i want to see more darth maul so bad i don't why we have seen so much of him i want to see more i want our my own sh- i want to i want to show about him i mean look don't get me wrong I, okay so i i would like to see more of darth maul if it is specifically in the time period where he is leading the criminal organization, the um, not the Black Sun Collective, are they called Crimson Dawn? No, that's one of the organizations. I have to look this up every single time we talk about it. <laughs> Wikipedia, the Shadow Collective, that's what it is. Yeah, the Shadow Collective is the overarching like syndicate, and then inside it is the Black Sun, Crimson Dawn, the Pikes. So yeah, I mean, I would like to see. The only the only amount of Darth Maul that I want to see is during the same time period as the Solo movie. 
Oh yeah, I forgot that was like the post credit scene, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the only part I want to see. Any anything else, I'm done. You know, anything else, I think his story is finished. You know, what I mean, I mean, we saw him, his role in um, trying to take over the world in Clone Wars, uh, and then in Clone Wars we saw him take over the Mandalorians. Spoiler alert, I guess. <laughs> and then in Rebels we saw him die. <laughs> you know, we saw him go through his his thing with where he was trying to enact his vengeance against Kenobi, and in his de- dying moment, he realized the greater, you know, narrative that's going on. Give me your best Kenobi. <laughs> Kenobi. <laughs> Kenobi. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I've I've heard that enough times that it should be at least you know like on a scale of one to ten, with ten being Sam Whitmer and one being like I don't know Job of the Hut. I think it's at least a five. Yeah, well, you play the part. What part of Darth Maul? Job of the Hut. Oh, thanks. I play more the part for Darth Maul. You play more the part for Job of the Hut, dude. I'm red. You're even wearing green. I mean, it's more like a blue, somewhat. Yeah, it's teal. First of all, okay. Oh, teal. I'm sorry. It's blue green. Oh. Anyways, big man, <laughs> big man, big words. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta move on, dude. Um, <laughs> we could go in for like an hour and we barely talked about anything. Um, and so then how the acolyte <laughs> is related <laughs> is related to Kill Bill. She says, quote, Tarantino took inspiration from a lot of the movies that our action team and a lot of our design team pulled from, which is stuff from the Shaw Brothers to Akira Kurosawa and his samurai films, but also films like Ang Lee's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, end quote. Never seen any of those. You've seen Kill Bill, though. Oh, yeah. I've seen Kill Bill. I've also seen Frozen. Yeah. So you get, you, you've seen the show already. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, so that's interesting. I, that, I hope that means that like the fight scenes are going to be awesome. I'm just thinking about like freaking Elsa going through a revenge plot, you know, just chopping people's heads off in a club. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. It sounds interesting, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm super excited for this show. I'm super excited. Based off of the description that um, I discussed the last time we talked about it, it, it sounds really good. And so then further on in that interview with IGN, the uh, the showrunner said that the way that she started brainstorming this was she wanted to challenge the status quo. So she she was looking at things that like other people had asked. I'll just I'll just read the quote. She says, "Quote: Well, I'd like to try to take a crack at just some. Wait, I'd." I'd like to try to take a crack at just asking some of the questions that people have asked, but maybe not on a level where they were lucky enough to get the opportunity to make it actually happen like myself. So, like in this, in the article, she talked about how one of the questions that she was struggling with was, how does Yoda, one of the most powerful Jedi ever, not recognize Chancellor Palpatine is a Sith? And to that question... I say clearly, uh, she hasn't seen any of this stuff. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm kidding. She's a huge fan. I mean, she's she talked about how she's even read like the extended u- universe novels, the ones that aren't canon anymore. But I mean, I, I I think that 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 question has been answered a lot. I think. Yeah. Can you tell me why though? So one, the dark side clouds its intentions. You know, I mean, they they say that explicitly in. I think Attack of the Clones. Um, maybe maybe it's even Revenge of the Sith. But I mean, they they talk about a lot how the dark side 
clouds their visions and, and it moves in secret and it's hard to tell. But then even further than that, on like a sort of uh, the level beneath that uh, is the fact that the reason that the Sith were able to infiltrate everything and orchestrate the whole thing was the Jedi's hubris, the Jedi's, the ego of the whole order. You know, they thought they just got a little too full of themselves, a little too big for their britches, you know, and so they they got a little bit complacent. And that's how he was able to sneak past and unnoticed. And and, and obviously he utilized, you know, the, uh, the, the the war and he utilized all these the, his massive intelligence to sort of fork his way involved in, in and get involved in this, you know. But I don't know. I mean, one of the other things that she said that was the impetus for her brainstorming this was um, about how the Jedi sort of enforce their rules on the galaxy for peace and see themselves as white knights and not everybody in the galaxy thinks that, which I'm glad I, I agree. You know, I think that's an interesting story to tell. And they, they told it a little bit in the Clone Wars TV show towards the end um, before Ahsoka got expelled from the Jedi Order, but they, they never really showed that. Which So it's yeah. it's an interesting aspect that I would like to see. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, but moving on, so that's, that's going to be coming out in a year or so. Hopefully it's going to be as good as I want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we have the Skeleton Crew. Um, so this is set to release sometime this year in 2023, and they they showed a trailer at the event there, but I don't believe it's been posted online anywhere. I looked for it, but I couldn't find it. But evidently, according to this IGN article, in this trailer, they really honed in on like the Goonies level inspiration for this. You know, it's a group of of kids who who get up to this trouble, but it's they made they went out of their way to say that no, it is not a children's show, but despite the fact okay. that. It is the main characters are mostly children, except for Jude Law. Um, Jude, Law Jude Law's in it. Yeah, he's a Jedi. Oh, okay. He's a Jedi, though. I don't know in what. I don't think they've said in what, like how he's related to the students. If they are all Jedi, like they're his Padawans, or if they're just a bunch of random kids that he just happens to get involved with. No idea. But I mean, I like Jude Law. Yeah. I just watched a really good movie with him the other day. Um, it was called Side Effects. Is a really good mystery thriller. You should watch it. What's your favorite Jude Law movie? I can only think of two Jude Law movies. Three Jude Law movies. Uh, the one that I just said, Side Effects. Um, the one where Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. And, oh, geez. Oh, um, Captain Marvel. And there's another one. This is going to irritate me. I literally just had it two seconds ago. Oh, oh, oh. Fantastic Beasts. The, oh, yeah. The Harry Potter He played Dumbledore. Prequel. Yeah. Okay. Those are the only movies that I can think of, and none of them I particularly love. So my favorite Jude Law movie is, I think, going to be Side Effects, the one that I just watched, because <laughs> that was that was actually really good. Yeah, yeah. It was about it was about this lady. Actually, I'm I'm not I'll, I'm not going to go into it because I don't I w- I don't want to accidentally spoil it. That's fair. It's really good though. It's on I think Netflix. You should definitely watch it. I'll just check um, it out. But um, so they did also release the list of directors for every episode of this show. So we have Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, the Daniels behind Everything Everywhere All at Once. That movie got every award, basically. Yeah. (laughs) It's like the most winningest movie ever, I think. Even more, it even won more awards than Return of the King. And I haven't even seen it. Me neither. I I don't know. I'm just not really like interested yeah i want to see it but 
the only place it's on is Showtime. So it's like you have to pay an extra uh, subscription. That'd so. be a good one to review. It would have been a good one to review while I was in theaters and while it was out, or even when the Oscars happened. But now it's like it's a little late. Yeah, that's fair. I'll still watch it when it goes free somewhere for sure, and we'll probably talk about it. But so those guys, <laughs> um, <laughs> we then have John Watts, the um, director of the Spider-Man trilogy, the MCU Spider-Man, David Lowry, Jake Schreier, Bryce Dallas Howard, Bryce Dallas Howard, daughter of Ron Howard. Uh, Director of a couple Mando episodes. Um, actually, a really accomplished director. I've only seen her in Jurassic World. In Jurassic World, and that's yeah. it. I can't think of anything else she's done, frankly. I know I probably have seen her in something, but... But she's a good director. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah, she's pretty good. As an actor, I don't think she's pr- particularly incredible. She was in The Help? She was in an episode of the, of Black Mirror. God, the Jurassic World movies are so bad. <laughs> Normally, I say that. I thought you liked him. The first one. Yeah. The first one. I didn't even really like the first one. I mean, I thought it was okay, but yeah, I was never... I never, It wasn't, a, it wasn't a, a big hit for me. I watched the first one in 3D with my dad. Yeah. And then the rest, I didn't go to theaters. <laughs> yeah. I saw... Um, I think I only saw the first two in theaters. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't do too hot. Yeah, I didn't see... Wait, is there only three new ones? Yeah, there's only three. Okay, then yeah, I saw yeah I saw the original and Fallen Kingdom, but I did not see Dominion. You know, oddly enough, Jurassic Park three scared me the most. Yeah, yeah, it was that it was that scene where they're on like that little bridge. In oh, the terid- with the pterodactyls. Yeah, God, that scared the crap out of me. When yeah, I was a kid. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, but moving on, the last director we have for this is uh, Lee Isaac Chung. This is one that I'm not particularly excited to see, frankly. Um. It doesn't. I don't really like the format. Yeah, you know, I'm not a big fan of like the um, main characters or kids so, kind of thing. Sorry, no, you're good. Go are, ahead. Are they just average day kids, or are they, are they like Padawans? No idea. I think they're average, just regular old homies. But I guarantee you, they'll make them like peasant kids. You know, like kids that don't have anything. You know, probably. You know, and build their way to the top. Yeah, just like Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Han Solo, uh, Finn, Poe, like most of the Ray. main characters, Ray. Dude, yeah, she literally built herself to the top so much that she literally took the last name of the most famous person in the galaxy. What a what a savage, am I right? <laughs> yeah. What a badass. Um. Anyways, yeah, I'm not particularly excited. I'm obviously going to watch it, but I'm not on the edge of my seat for this one. I remember seeing um a while ago that there was an article where they had wrote written they had written that um they were going to introduce like a new aspect of the universe in the ahsoka show i think they called it free space and they were gonna explore that in skeleton crew but ever since i saw that that one time i haven't been able to find that article again or any other article (laughs) saying it but it was like from a reputable source so i don't know (laughs) i don't know i don't know what's going on but i'm i'm gonna watch it but yeah i'm not on the edge of my seat here yeah you know, uh, I guess, I guess, I mean, I guess we'll find out our actual reactions once the trailer gets fully dropped. To right. Us. Yeah. That, yeah. That's going to tell us a lot, I think. Let's see. Tales of the Jedi. Um, season two is in the works. I really want to watch that. You really should. It's really good. 
I know. I yeah. just haven't been in the Star Wars mood for a while. Well, well, the good thing about this is it's only six episodes, and each episode is only like twenty minutes. They're short. Jeez, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you could like you could finish these in like literally a day. I watched the whole season in a day, I think. But it's really good. I mean, especially the Count Dooku episodes. Especially those are incredible. Nah, no, I mean, I planned on it, you know. But it's more like when I get to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but all... there's there's really nothing about that. Um, we don't have a release date. I think the only thing that they really said... Th- well, they tagged this at the end. So there was a panel at the celebration where they... Um, it was like celebrating the 15-year anniversary of the Clone Wars. And right at the end, Dave Filoni was like, Oh, and also... <laughs> We're getting. We're gonna do Tales of the Jedi season two, and he literally was just like, "I had so much fun doing the first one that we felt like we should just do it." <laughs> so, you know, like I said, we don't know much about it, so I have no idea like what the um the story focus is gonna be. I don't know if like it's gonna be set on two separate characters. If we're gonna continue to talk about Dooku and Ahsoka, I kind of hope it's not Ahsoka. Really. Yeah, as much as I would like to see a little bit more about her, it's like I'm starting to feel a little fatigued. You know, uh, she was so massive in the Clone Wars and Rebels, and she's getting her whole own show. She's been in Mando and Boba Fett, and you know, it's like I, I really, you know, that I love that character. Yeah, you know, I love Ahsoka, but it's like. I want to see some other people. Yeah, (laughs) you know, like I want to see something else. I like this. I like this a lot. I like what Star Wars doing is doing. You could tell they they're putting a lot of passion behind a lot of their projects, unlike Marvel, who kind of <laughs> who's kind of forcing a lot of stuff. Yeah, right they kind of dropped the ball a little bit towards the end. Yeah, but right now, I mean, Marvel just—I mean, Star Wars is really, really acting like they care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? Well, I mean, it's you know, someone like Dave Filoni's got a big hand in all this. I mean, he's been involved since the prequel trilogy. You know, he's been there from the beginning. Yeah. I hope they just don't make it go downhill and start doing money grabs. Like a lot of money grabs. Oh, you mean like the whole sequel trilogy? Yeah, that was a <laughs> just money Just a big grab. money grab? But I mean, see, we, we all know how that went. Yeah, know? yeah. No, you're and right. They probably know too. They're like, ooh. Yeah, I, I think they, they have to realize, yeah, these made a lot of money, but literally almost everybody hated them you yeah. know so i gotta think that they at least realize hey this next trilogy of movies I, I, trilogy i mean they're not interconnected but this next series of three movies if they're not good <laughs> nobody's coming back they have to yeah. be aware of that if they bomb these movies too i don't think the next movies they make are gonna make any money oh yeah yeah they no, they gotta really top it off but yeah, so uh, moving on to The Vision, or not The Visions, just Visions Volume 2. Did you see the trailer for this? Uh, no. It looks really good. I know. I loved Vision Season 1. Yeah. Um, so much. This one is going to be pretty good. So they're focusing more... Obviously, the first season was very like Japanese anime style mm-hmm. centric. This is going to be more global focused. So they they've got... Um, animators coming in from Spain and Mexico, uh, Chile. I think there's some people from London. Um, well, yeah, I saw I saw little uh, little photos on Instagram of animation that did not look like anime at all. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, yeah, it's it's good. It's it's not. Um, some of I think even one of them even kind of looks like it's claymation almost. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of stop motion. 
But Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio was stop motion, and I loved that. So I'm a little bit more open to it than I was, say, two years ago. Yeah, I uh, was Tom Hanks in that one. Tim Hanks. Tim Hanks. I don't think so, but I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. I I'll have to watch that trailer. Cause yeah. It it looks really good. I really liked the first season. Yeah. It looks dope. Um. But yeah, again, not much to say on that. I mean, I've I've discussed on previous episodes like the various thing, um, places we're going to be getting the stories from. But yeah, <laughs> moving on to the next show. Um, this one didn't actually get a a slot on the Star Wars celebration. I think just in an interview with Kathleen Kennedy, they asked her this, and it was her response. So on the Lando Calrissian TV show, um. Kathleen Kennedy says it's definitely still happening, and um, Donald Glover is, quote, very excited about it. That's cool. Um, so that's, you know, all but confirming that he's going to be Lando. St- we you know, we there was it was never really clear whether it was going to be his Lando or Billy D. Williams. Um, but that being said, you know, that answer does not exactly fill me with confidence. <laughs> you know, when you have to be like, it's still happening. You know, and you don't have, like, a tentative release date. You don't even, like... She didn't give any information. She was just like, yeah, it's probably happening at some point in time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope we see a lot of uh, young Han and Chewie in that. Like, I'm not talking about, like, take over the show. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, maybe give them a couple scenes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they're going to have cameos for sure. But I, I don't think I really want them in it for more than, like, two scenes. You know, because I want to see more of, like, actual Lando. Because we've never seen anything about Lando, really, you know? Would you be okay with a TV show about Han and Chewie? Yeah, I think that would be fun. Yeah, I mean, maybe every episode is a new adventure between them. Yeah, I think I would be interested in that. The issue is, do you do... Is it is it going to, like, the same actor, um, yeah, Alden that- Ivan Reich or whatever, Aaron Reich, whatever his name is. Yeah, because I really liked him as Han. I thought he was decent. I don't know. Man, I really don't know. I don't know if he was good enough to really want, like, bring me in enough to hold me into another show, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, either way, you know, I I would like to see more. <laughs> more of that, that time period between Revenge and A New Hope. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it would be really cool if they brought them in, for again, for just maybe a couple scenes. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I, I yeah, I want them, like, a, a little cameo, a couple scenes in one episode, but yeah, I don't want them to steal the show away, because I, I do want to see some more of Lando. Yeah, yeah. But moving on, that is all for our TV shows. On to games, we only have one small bit of news. Um, so Jedi Survivor, obviously the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, looks absolutely insane. Yeah. They dropped a new gameplay trailer, and I am hyped. What about Eclipse? I thought Eclipse was a, was a game. It is a game. Oh, did they not say anything about that? No. No, they didn't. Well, because that's like still probably two years away. Yeah. You know, I think they were mostly focusing on like stuff that's going to be out now. Um, or not now but recently relatively soon um so yeah they dropped a new gameplay trailer looks incredible i mean i've been seeing like the customization that you can do is wild yeah like the various things for both cal and bd1 um and your lightsaber (laughs) it's gonna be so much fun i'm gonna spend 
hours on end just oh, in I the know. open world, dude. It is going to be preposterous. <laughs> um, so that's coming April 28th. And the only bit of news that we actually had was about Coruscant, which is going to be a, pl- a planet that you can go to in this game, which is interesting to me. Hmm. I've always wanted to see like what Coruscant looks like during the Empire. Yeah. Because I got to imagine it's just a god-awful place. You know, not that it was particularly great during the prequel trilogy, but it was at least mostly decent. <laughs> you know, like it wasn't particularly terrible unless you, you know, get to the lower rings. But I got to imagine during the Empire, it's horrible. You know, like like the actual, the, just the tyranny there has got to be crazy. Um, so it, it is a playable planet, but it's not open world in the same way that all the other planets are open world. Wow. So that, that leads me to believe there's going to be like a few pointed missions with some, some cutscenes there. Yeah. Or maybe it's just going to be like a hub, you know, where you can buy and sell gear or whatever. But that's really all we've got for that. I just wanted to mention that cause I'm super excited and that's going to be coming in, in about two weeks, a little less than that. Um, really already? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 13 days. So, final bit of news, really. Star Wars Celebration 2025, the next year we're going to have a big Star Wars shebang, is going to be April 18th through the 20th, and it's going to be in Japan. Huh. So, uh, next year we'll be reporting to you live from Tokyo. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, I wish. Wouldn't that be crazy? Oh, man, we could do it. By 2025, come on. Dude. We just need your guys' help. Yeah, give me money to buy a plane ticket to Japan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's not that expensive. Or just simply listening. Well, yeah, but I still can't afford a plane ticket <laughs> to Japan. Yeah, that's fair. So give me money. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to. It's two years away. Probably not even. It's probably going to be canceled by then. Yeah. Honestly. But yeah, that's really all all the Star Wars news we've got today. Why would Wait, why would it be canceled? I, I don't know. I was just saying something. Because a lot can happen in two years. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. All of Lucasfilm could implode by then. I don't know. Meteor could just hit. I feel like if a meteor were going to hit the planet within two years, I feel like we'd know about it by now. That's fair. You know? Like, I, I guess that's a, that's a good point. Like, how far away can they really pick up, a, a, like, a, an asteroid? Probably pretty far. I would think so. I mean, obviously, there's lots of factors. Like, it, it could hit something... I, mm, that's an interesting question. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, I, I don't know anything about astrophysics, <laughs> believe it or not. Yeah. Um, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. Ah. Uh. <laughs> what? You can't do this to me. <laughs> I built this company. <laughs> Man, that's such a good movie. Willem Dafoe. Thank you. You're welcome. But yes, that is going to be all... <laughs> Um, if you enjoyed this episode or any of the others, please go ahead and give it a share with your homies. Please. So that we can afford in two years to go to Japan. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason. <laughs> yeah. After um, that. You know, don't. yeah, after we go to Japan, do whatever you want. Completely okay. You know, honestly, at that point, we're probably going to be pretty fatigued. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that's all we got. Um, we will catch you next week. Yes. Do you think, why is it Donald Glover? Do you think it's because he's doing music?